July 31, 2023, it's a lot from Pedro Show. <laughs>
Live from Pedro Show. Happy Monday. Start with John Coltrane. A little excerpt from 1962, November 22, Chasing the Train. And we had the clowns where I helped out on bass, upside down. And because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention, I got with me. The clowns. Well, four-fifths. We're missing the most important member. But uh, four out of five, that's 80%. That'll do. And uh, you, you can hear right there. I am not in man alone mode. Brother Simon, you go first. Please bring your earliest musical memory. You were a, a little Simon. Little Simon. His parents took him to see the Beach Boys in Phoenix, Arizona. 1978. That's the first time I remember. That's a good memory. Uh, Let me ask you this. Can you remember the first record you bought with your own money? The first record I bought with my own money was Road to Ruin by the Ramones. And first gig you saw? Well, it was that Beach Boy gig, huh? That was when my parents had uh, more tickets and the friends didn't go and, and they took their kids. So that's the first live member. The first real concert I remember seeing was, uh, you know, probably the Ramones, uh, or I used to hang around Bogarts down there. So we Long used to, Beach. And, and probably, um, probably the Golden Bear. We tried to sneak into Golden Black Bear, Fire. Huntington Beach. Young, sir. Yes, sir. Last Cap Beefheart. You, believe it or not, the last Cap Beefheart gig was at the Golden Bear. And then behind the Golden wow. Bear was fucking Safari Sam's, where Minutemen got to play. That's a surf museum, isn't it? I think it is now, these days. Yeah. It, you know, it was way different neighborhood in the older days. <laughs> that place changed <laughs> a lot, I got to tell you. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's, it's worth a penny whistle thing. Uh, let me ask you this, Brother Simon. At school, were you in the fucking choir, the marching band, or shit like that? Well, I went to private school, so I was in the choir in church. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I was. Uh, I always ask that question because a lot of schools got rid of that shit, uh, arts departments and stuff like that. Oh uh, yeah, that was the first time I actually sung was in church choir. Yeah, well, you know, Elvis learned to sing rock and roll in church. I've been to that church. Yeah, in, in Tupelo. The king. Yeah, the king. When I met uh, Little Richard, he said he was the king. <laughs> Mercy. Well, you know, <laughs> doing my homework, I kind of agree with him, sir. Yeah. Righteous mustache. I mean, tiny. You had to work on that, baby. John Waters kind of got in on that tip. So let, let, let me ask you this. Uh, afternoon, not graduate from school, but afternoon, right? Garage band, basement band, bedroom band. you get into that shit? Oh, all, all the time, all, all the way back. Um, Tell me about your first around. one. Um, well, actually, I, I was more into uh, videographing and photography. The first time I actually got on the stage and turned around was in a band called Plan 9 from Anaheim uh, with uh, uh, Mark Johnson, who's a um, great, great guitar player. That was the first time. It was probably in 07, 08 when, when we got the balls to get up on stage and turn around. He'd been doing it for a lot longer, but that's when I started, sir. And did you write... Uh... Were you helping with the material? Those songs came from bands previous. Oh, okay. And uh, and um, the first time um, I actually helped with lyrics was in the next band, Yeasty Boys, which was a clown parody band, uh, Legends from Orange County. I remember um, Yeasty Boys. 
Not uh, not quite the first clown punk, but uh, legends for somewhat innovating the clown punk. Das Clown, AJ, comes first. You know, he's the legend. But the Yeasty Boys uh, carried the torch for 10 years, and I did lyrics and vocals for them. And that was your Circus first song? Was, uh, that was your first songwriting? Yes, sir. Can you remember the first song you wrote words to? Yeah, I did a parody song for... Um, um, a, a, Ramon, a Ramon song, and um, but the first the first actual song that I actually wrote wrote that was my song that wasn't a parody song it was or are these songs with the clowns about two or three years ago I wrote a song uh, Banana Royale for my baby because I like to make uh, uh, the dessert Banana Royales for my baby so I made a song about that. Yeah, we're going to get into how the clowns got together, but I just wanted the background story on yourself. I guess Ronald next. Yes, sir. Yes, I am. Ronald, earliest musical yes. memory, please. Remember, it's the Watford Pedro show. There's no wrong answers. There's no hard questions. Uh, earliest musical memory is uh, probably the mobile above my crib. I oh, yeah. Really like it. thought it was cool. Yeah, mobile, and, uh, like all the stuff hanging off strings and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little tinkly kind of sound. And, uh... What about you with school? Were you in the marching band or the choir, shit like that? Um, didn't stick around in the marching band because I couldn't get along with uh, most of the people. But, but I where, lasted like a couple weeks. And what you do in those couple weeks? I'm inter interested in the instrument. Uh, a little... Uh, I was trumpet back then. And trumpet I kind of lost track of trumpet because I switched over to guitar. Yeah, sure. But most marching bands ain't got guitar. <laughs> not, yeah. not yet. Not yet. Uh, so, well, let me ask you this first. First uh, uh, album or record, any kind of music that you bought with your own money? My own money, um, uh, probably, like, I didn't earn it myself. It was given, the money was given to me, but I probably purchased the Beatles Revolver. You know, I asked that I question because when you're a kid, you ain't got a lot of money, even if it's given to you. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. it was Beatles, Revolver. That's one of their better records. It's a good one. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. And and, and uh, what about first gig you saw? First gig I saw, I saw a band that was kind of doing like uh, monsters -y kind of music, uh, you know, friggin', um, oh, what the hell is it? Uh, uh, I was working in the mob place. It was, they were playing at uh, the Monster Mash as a kid. <laughs> okay. I don't remember what they are called. They Bobby were probably doing, yeah, he did the 45 that was big on the radio, so they probably covered that yeah. song. Yeah. Uh, this is 78 or so, so I don't know if it was the original guy or if it was just like a bunch of ringers. I, I don't, I couldn't tell you that, but I remember it. I think, uh, no, nah, that was 60, so he'd be an old man by then. But uh, anyway, it don't matter. You remember it, that's good enough for why. How'd you get your first guitar there, fucking Ronald? Uh, parents found it at a, uh, a, uh, like a, a yard sale, and it lasted, it was at Cheapo cheapo little guitar and i didn't even know about all this shit but i pete townsend did it all over the backyard when when it finally something broke on it <laughs> so did, that's lasted about a year and a half and and did you go for lessons or was it the uh autodidact self-teach uh it was i tuned the uh, bottom string or i guess top string down to d strummed the first three uh strings as one open chord 
then I took a few lessons later on when I was a little more serious about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, and then hello? did you get oh, into the shit? Did you oh, get into the hell. Here, let me talk. Yeah, yeah, you keep you're fucking interrupting me. I'm trying to ask you this question. <laughs> did you get into oh, the last connection? No, you didn't, because you're fucking talking all over me when I'm trying to ask you questions. Please hold on. <laughs> Did you get into the garage band, basement band, bedroom band thing? Uh, yes, I did. And it was all Rockabilly Elvis covers. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, okay. What'd you call it? Uh, it was called Back from the Grave. And did you get, was I didn't it, name it. Was it a practice a band, or did you guys do any gigs? Uh, school talent shows, couple of parties. Uh, I think that was it. Can you remember your first gig? I do. It was uh, St. John Bosco talent show. We actually won. Whoa. Was it a pants shitter? Well, were you scared? I mean, we were playing against metal bands and stuff, and the uh, judges were all in their 30s and 40s, and so they they let Towards, more towards uh, Elvis. So they were like what? Like uh, voting on genre and not performance? That's what I imagine because we weren't that solid. I mean, we were kids. You know, of course, we're kids. We weren't that serious yet. Yeah, 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 of course. Okay, look, you guys gave me Motorboat. I want to play Motorboat. You know who had a song called Motorboat? The Urinals. I don't know. I think they were called 100 Flowers.
let's go out on Saturday night. We can get out, just go for a ride. And don't take me so seriously. Cause I wanna see you tonight. Let's take some pictures in black and white. Maybe we start up a fight. How about Saturday
Oh. 
inside of me I took a knife I wasn't joking I got the scar a souvenir
Bob for Pedro. So we had Chuck, the music star off of the clowns doing motorboat. Then we had Bob Lloyd, brand new, Miracle of the Sun at Fatima, 1917. Spine.im, this is new from them, simple. Kid Fears, brand new, say, guided by voices. Bob Pollard's got a new album. It's every other month, right? This motherfucker can put out tunes. Ellen Katz, Elon Katz, sorry. My Human Capital. Not that other asshole, the, the, the good Elon. Crenshaw Pentecostal, Saturday night. DTR and Mike Watt doing Al Joe. That's uh, Derek from Head Bobble and uh, uh, Jeff, uh, the drummer man. Yeah, I'm always spacing on his name. Uh, Ruth Mesquite, no, no. Helico after that with Freddie Freddie, Die in My Sleep from FOD. I think they share bass players. Ruth Maskelly with History. Veda Hill, Sisterhood with a Knife. And finally, the Clowns, Sidewinder. Evil Clown Evil. Getting the batters bumped. Yeah, baby. Okay, bring your earliest musical recollection, please. Uh, I was blessed by God when I was 13 years old. I got to see the original Joneses and the original Vandals in Stanton, California at a Lions Club. And that was the original lineup of the Joneses with Ron Emery and Steve Olson. And the original Vandals with Steve-O, Human T-Shirt, Jan Ackerman. So I got lucky and got to see that show and meet all those people. And it just kind of started for me. I got a guitar the next year. Played in a band called Budget Band. We were just a bunch of kids in a garage with homemade instruments. My friend uh, made his own guitar. We used uh, plastic buckets for drums, piece of an erector set for a cymbal. And uh, we played uh, This Ain't No Picnic back then, 1981. Deboon song. 1981. Yeah. So let me ask you. First record you bought with your own money? Uh, Nervous Breakdown, Black Flag. Black Flag. At Tower Records, Anaheim, California. EP. Yeah, uh, small 45. Well, it had four years. songs, though. It had Wasted. It had fucking... I've Had It. <laughs> I got to do I've Had It with Jay Maskus. Right. But that's what started for me. Okay, what about first gig you saw? Was it that, that was one you were talking Joneses about, the Joneses? Vandals. Okay. Vandals. Where was that at? Cuckoo's Desk? Uh, Lions Club. In Lions Stan Club. California. Which Lions Club? It was just like one of them Lions Club. I guess Steve Olson and Jeff Drake told them it was a wedding reception. Yeah, because I remember uh, us. Minutemen opening for Black Flag at the San Diego Lions Club. I know they're all over the place, but I was wondering, where was this Lions Club? I don't even think it's there anymore. I think it's like a different business now. Okay. And uh, and you weren't involved with any school. Were you in the choir, the marching band or shit like that? I was in the choir in elementary school. Ah, great. I basically started in like junior high with guitars and stuff. Well, how'd My you mom get? Bought me a guitar. Yeah, is that how you got your first guitar? I mean, your partner yeah, in the guitar, band. Your partner in the band was he made yeah. his own guitar, but you 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 already had one, right? A gift from your mother. Yeah, 
Well, no, I sang in that band. Ah. I sang in that band and got a guitar the next year. Yeah. My mom took me to Plaza Music and got yeah. me a Rhea Pro, Tube Screamer, and a Cube 20 amplifier. That's how I started. Did you go for the lesson thing like fucking Ronald? Uh, I, in ninth grade, I took guitar class but didn't learn nothing. I just picked up everything from friends and... Uh, well, let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Guitar class in school, was that like kind of acoustic guitar? Yeah, acoustic yeah, guitar. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't know yeah, right. And then I picked up DOA Hardcore 81 and learned all the songs off of that. And that's what set my style. DOA, that's a good album. I remember that record. It's a great album. Yeah. I Those... think God, I have to learn that. Joey Shithead. Uh, or, or, for a while there, they had two guitars. They had that guy... His son was in like uh, some movie, and he made he could quit music or something like that. Dave Gregg, Dave Gregg, that was his name. Uh, let me ask you this: uh, Can you remember the first song you wrote on guitar? First song I wrote on guitar, uh, "Grim Future." I should have fucking. I should have asked Ronald that. I should have asked Ronald that question because uh, guitar players. A lot of times they're the cats that get uh, asked to provide the music for bands, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll get to the fucking clown thing. Uh, let's bring on Patches. Yo. Patches, earliest musical yes. memory, please. Earliest musical memory. Um, well, the first gig I ever went to was with my dad. I, I'm a little bit of a later guy just because um i'm younger i was born in 1990 but my first show that i ever went to was uh to see megadeth at the forum in inglewood in 2006 and what was the first record you bought with your own money i'm actually holding it in my hands right now uh it's a record by a band called the voyeurs i saw them at a backyard show in torrance all right. Yeah. That's right. We were talking at the fucking pad in uh, Santa Ana about your Torrance Connect. Yeah. The, the, I'm the, you're the closest cat to me. Yeah. Pedro here. Yeah. And uh, so, so let me ask you about uh, the bass. How'd you get on the bass? So, um, so after, um, starting to go to some punk shows in 2000, 2008, 2009 was when I started going to shows right around the time I uh, left high school. Um, I ended up hanging out with some friends and um, they were talking about putting a band together. And I had, I had started wanting to be in a band at this point. So I was like, okay. And they said, um, can you play bass? And Honestly, I couldn't, but I told them, yeah, I can. So I went and I bought my first bass. It was um, it was kind of a small bass for me because I'm a larger guy. Uh, it was the Beatles uh, Hofner. Oh, bass. yeah, I got a little one from China, Hofner, China. They yeah. weigh like three pounds. They're hollow and tiny little strings. Yeah, yeah. That must have looked like a trip on you, brother. <laughs> it, it was definitely the wrong base for me because I ended up selling it back and buying a, um, the uh, Epiphone Thunderbird. A little bigger. Yeah, a little bigger. Yeah. And what would you get yeah. for an amp? 
my first amp wasn't that great. It was just like a, a PV amp, um, just like a store brand one. That my, mine was a PV. My, it was the 215. It was called uh, 400, I think. It was a 300-watt piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mine, was, mine was like a B900 or something like that. So. Okay. Okay, yeah. but you know, poor Carpenter blames his tools. Can you remember your first gig on bass? My first gig was a backyard show at our singer's house. Um, like I said, I I had told them that. You're talking about bass. Simon? No, no, no. Um, it was my first band, a band called The Infected, which ended up changing to The Infect Dead, D-E-A-D, because there was another <laughs> band in L.A. with The Infected name. Um, One of the first songs but, I ever wrote was called Infected Pastrami. <laughs> so you just rang a bell in my fucking head. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Patches. <laughs> but um, like like I said, I I had told them that I could play bass, but when I started playing, like I when, when I first started playing, I didn't realize that you had to play like different like things for different sections of the song, like the verse and the chorus. I would just play the same riff all the way through yeah. and start writing songs. Like drums, kind of like drums. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But eventually, I started figuring stuff out, and you know, within within the next few months, I like, started picking things. That's out interesting. You you learning by doing. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's so. First gig was kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, but thankfully, it was like barely anybody there. It was just a small backyard party for like either my singer or my drummer's birthday because they were brothers. So. Uh, okay, we call them kind of gigs character builders. Yeah, I've built a lot of character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot more character to to be built. And uh, yeah. okay, well, we're now we got well. Of course, we're missing the drummer, but we got all four of the personal stories, so we can get to how the clowns got together. But we're at the end of the first hour here. So I want to thank you, Simon Ronald, Evil Clown, Badges. We'll get on to, like, how the clowns got around. Okay. People, first hour, July 31, last day of the month, uh, 2023. This is Show special guest, the clowns. Hold tight for hour two. July 31st, 2023, second hour, Watt for Pedro Show. we
Lot for Pedro Show start off the second hour with clowns doing Doink Song. Samuel Locke Ward after that with She's Trouble. Brenda Edder's Ensemble with Natalie. Rent Party out of Chicago with Sunglasses from South London. Pineapple Empress, Follow Your Heart. Carnage Asada, they got a brand new record. Little Rat, no, Little Fat Princess. Uh, the Retail Simps out of Montreal, Canada, with End Times, Hip, Shaker Parts 1 and 2. Finally, the Clowns, the Gargoyle. This question's up for all four of you. You can do it even as like a harmony if you want. But how do the fucking clowns get together? <laughs> I got a call from Simon. And I all said right, yes. Cool. So here's the deal about this band. Uh, in about 2008, um, myself and Mark Johnson got the book to the booking at the Doll Hut in Orange County, Anaheim, California. We started playing in our, our own bands there just because we could book ourselves. So the Yeasty Boys, legends, started being booked by us. They were also there quite a bit. Yeasty Boys built the stage there. They also built... The sound booth. We were brothers from back then. So the band's Plan 9 from Anaheim, we kind of jumped into the clowns, so to speak. It, it, can, can I ask, uh, we, uh, Simon, can I we ask you, can I sorry? ask you, 2008, is this, is this post-Linda? This is post-Linda, yes, sir. Okay. That's yeah. why we had the book to the, uh, you know, to booking it, because it, yeah. was, uh, it was floundering somewhat, and we were uh, locals. Sure, sure. And uh, we hung out there all the time anyway, and we knew most of the bands. Mark Johnson knows all the all the bands. So we um, we started booking ourselves, basically. And um, that's when we pulled um, you there, Mike Watt, in the second man. We pulled you over there a couple of times. Right. Remember that. And I we remember were in there was nine a, from Anaheim and Yeasty Boys. Right. those Halloween gigs. And there was a period, too, where Steve Soto was kind of involved right well steve not not so much it was steve real from the hated was more involved okay than soto and also casey Royer. i remember uh, casey yeah 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 yeah. um, but i I was just remember at linda's after linda it seems steve was there a little bit but i remember when you guys had me aboard yeah i was very honored to be there in fact uh actually 90s I, I did when Linda was there but but anyway so continue with the story of the clowns so about that time when the Mike Watt happened uh, with the Yeasty Boys and Plan 9 um, um, I started jamming with the Yeasty Boys uh, to, to bring sound sampling and vocals and whatnot uh, balloons it was just a, such a great idea I wanted to be on board at the circus there so I started with the Yeasty Boys at about 2010 about there and we and i ran with them for about eight years um and that's um uh, so so when that one uh, the easy boys when they ended uh uh, uh j.o clownovan went with the Rattlescence, and um, um dirt williams moved to hawaii uh you know it just it, it, it 2008 was and about halloween time so um i emailed all the clowns to see who was interested in creating original music and started to, you know, change our name to the clowns, which everybody called us anyway, and start playing gigs. And the five that um, are currently in the clowns are the ones that um, committed back then. And we've, uh, we've created 
about 25 original tunes and um and and that's about it sir do you remember the first clowns practice that that was uh that was early that was 2020 sorry the first, yeah. yeah the first the first one was about yeah, 2020 was, yeah yes sir i think it was like maybe just after the pandemic had started or just before i can't remember exactly we talked about it before but it happened after yeah yeah that's it but at the first prac you ain't got tunes yet right so what is it like a jam we we had we had decided to do a cup like two cover songs at the beginning just to like tighten ourselves yep you know to get familiar with each other yep and then uh simon had brought or was it simon or ronald that had uh the geek that was one of the first ones yeah Uh, one of my first ones geek i think that was the first one we learned as a band geek yeah Yeah, that was the first one we learned as a band so i don't i uh, brought uh, i brought the hook with that one with a kazoo because i couldn't get it out of my head and i blew the kazoo for uh for these guys and uh, the song was created but but i don't think you gave me the geek yeah we we haven't recorded that one okay 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 that'll be on the second album coming out sure sure uh I want to play here Pie Hole.
Now, what are we feeling for? Do I see a tasty cocktail in your future? Enjoy. Just 
I'm sorry, we made the mistake. I'm sorry, we made the mistake.
lot for Pedro show. That chunk of music started off with clowns doing pie hole. And I was just enlightened to the meaning behind that tune. Hold on, people. We'll get to it. After that was Angled Brush, another Montreal, Canada band, The Island. Reg Bloor after that. She's uh, got a new solo album, Terrestrial Haste. Oh, no, no. Before her was the Born Shit Stirs out of Fukuoka, Japan with Barfly. Then Bombas Prendon, You'll Be Sorry. Day Glow Exploding Super Infinite out of Brighton, England with D6. Ray Shin out of Reno, Acid Test Opener. And then the Clowns, I Hate You. Okay, enlighten us to the fucking heavy meme behind Pie Holes. Pie Holes a tune about watching vintage science fiction on the couch with your lady and making out with her. <laughs> All right. And it's got to be vintage science fiction, right? Vintage sci-fi. That's where it came from, sir. Right on the couch. <laughs> right, right. Sort of a documentary or a soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, so Well, you met her. You met her over there when we made the video. Oh, yeah, all those, everybody there was bitching, man, and, and those righteous tacos, too, at the end there. Thank you so much. Yeah, she's the one that went and got you tacos down yeah, the street. Yeah, that, that was that's great. her. I'll Most of these songs that I wrote about her, that's my muse. Now, can you, oh, you write for, okay, that's good to know. That's good to know, because, you know, the worst thing for a songwriter is writer's block, so if you got a muse, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the you know, the, the new album has 12 songs about eight. I'd say about, I think eight of them are about her. Okay. That's, that's the truth. Can you remember the first clown gig? Does everybody, all four of you? Yep. Doll Hut. Doll Hut. Was that the Doll Hut? Was it Doll Hut? Okay. Show. Yes, sir. And it was secret? Yes, sir. You know, yeah. to, to see if we, you know, to just to, we knew we were having it filmed. And so we, we wanted to, uh, you know, we wanted to get two for the price of one, so we did the secret one, and then we did the real one that was uh, that was advertised. Was the secret one in the outfits? Yes. Yes. Sir. Okay. So it, clowns have always been outfit band. Oh yes. Okay. Uh, does that make it? You know, I try to do every Halloween with a costume on. In fact, I did a doll hut gig with them. It's hard with the mask and shit and stuff. But <laughs> I was there. I was there. Okay. That. Yeah, it was hard. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, because I love Halloween. It's the only day all year that we admit we wear costumes, right? So I think it's really important to do that. And you cats do it every gig. So that's totally bitching. Uh, how long does it take to get ready? It's about an hour. Hour? Okay. Yeah. Half an hour for me. Half, half hour to, to an hour, yeah. Yeah, and, half hour kind of blind, sir. So did, when you're blind, it takes a little bit longer. And when you yeah. and, and, and when you were like evolving into what you are now, was there discussion about who was going to be who? Well, okay. So in this band, you have to create your own character, create yeah. your own clown, and then bring it. You know. Right. Right. So was it like a lightning rod? Who was the first, or was it kind of infectious, or what? You know. Clowning is horribly infectious. It's like drugs. Uh, you know, um, uh, you want to you want to do it again. It, uh, it it's it's very uh, makes you very bold. You know, it uh, it uh, it's like another guy when you get that makeup on, and it's like I said, it's horribly addicting. Ah, oh, you mean you can do things that maybe you wouldn't do if you weren't in that mode? 
Absolutely. Okay. I struggle with vocals on stage. If I don't have the makeup on, I struggle. It's, it's just, I've tried and I've tried. Um, and so I, um, when I put something on that, um, makes, you know, you can't see my face. I, I, you know, just do it better. I can't explain it. Yeah. 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 Why, that makes sense to me. Look, we're at the end of the second hour, July 31, 2023 dish. Wapito show special guest, the clowns hold tight for our three. Oh, <laughs> July 31, 2023, it's the third hour of the Watch Pedro Show.
they forgot to put the trademarking on that movie and then they didn't make any money on it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I did. I did. In fact, Mike Watt from Pittsburgh enlightened me that fact. People, we start off the third hour with the clowns doing Night of the Laughing Dead. Uh, off air, we are talking about kind of a, right, a little riff on that from George Romero's Night of the Living Dead, which used to scare the fuck out of young Mike Watt, the Pedro one. Uh, Emily Dickinson and Crane after that with I Hid Myself Within My Flower. Right, she wanted to be known as a gardener, not a poet. Cheer accident from Chicago after that with solo rest stop. <laughs> Don't want to get into that anymore. Primary mystical experience with coral inhabitants, and finally the clowns with Banana Royale. There's the tune. <laughs> Favorite teaser. Okay, so that first gig was that was kind of a Pearl Harbor secret thing, and then you did the the film thing. Did the clowns ever tour? Because uh, the situation not, not came yet. up. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, no, it's just been, uh, like, there's been times where there's been a few gigs stringed together fairly close, but um, no, no, we've just mainly been playing inside California for the time being. Right. So. Well, well, let's talk about this album. Where'd you record it? Adamos. Yeah. Okay. About how long it take? Jerry Adamos. Uh, it took a couple, uh, like, a we did a few sessions over a month or so. And then getting ready for it. Tell me the process. How do clowns write songs? You were talking about, uh, the kazoo. Simon brings yeah, in the two with the kazoo or so. Yeah. Well, that's for, you know, it's kind of like, I think they call it the Frankenstein method where we come in with hooks and then we kind of sew them together. So a lot of, you know, a lot of, uh, we can get it across with the kazoo patches does it too. We can, we figure songs out that way. And then um, Zambozo, the amazing Zambozo, the drummer, kind of yeah. sews it all together in um, inside, um, you know, the practice studio. So, you know, we can come out, go in and come out with two or three of these things um, when we're hot, you know. Right. 
You remember that song in the 70s on the AM radio, Frankenstein, Edgar Winter Group? Yeah, Frankenstein, yeah. You know, oh, why, yeah. You know why it's called that? I heard I heard an interview with uh, Edgar Winter, and the motherfucker was 45 minutes long, and they cut it all up. They kept in a little bit of the drum solo, but, it, you know, it's all sewed together. That's why it's, only, you know, two minutes for AM radio. But they called it Frankenstein because it didn't have lyrics, right? It was instrumental. Yeah. Yeah. Shows to go. Yeah, I never knew that as a kid. But, you know, like Wizard of Oz movie, right? Frank Morgan, you know, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. He was the motherfucker behind the curtain. <laughs> That's right. Right? And he got there by accident, right? The balloon crashed. So I'm, I'm, I'm just curious because I also remember uh, maybe Simon saying that Ronald brings in some riffs on the guitar. Uh Evil, right. evil clown, you do that sometime? And I guess patches, you bring in some on the bass? And someone will have something else, and we're all just kind of working together. Right, right. Well, look, there's five guys, right? So there's yeah. never a tie. So are things like decided by, commi yeah. by committee? Uh, yeah. We work together pretty good. Pretty awesome. So it's not really dictator mode, right? Not at all. Right, no. not to be, no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we're all feel, feel rock and rollers, so it's easy to just kind of work together and put stuff together that sounds good. Right. So we're and, blessed. And you know, you know, I wish people would realize, like, if you give way at this one point, that don't mean you have to give away every time. Maybe your buddy will give way the next time and let you hold sway. So like a give and take Sometimes thing, right? Better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, well, what happens, I think it gets personal and people start thinking, confusing their ego with what, what sounds best for the band, maybe. Or uh, I don't I don't know. I don't. You know, humans, oh, yeah. strange species. Strange species. That does, you know, that does happen with us. But you know what? We uh, we go there to party. We're, we're there yeah. to rock, you know, and, yeah. and hopefully, you know, that, that drama shit stays outside because we like to party and rock. And that's what it's all about. Talk we about want, we want to make people laugh is what it you is. know, talking about party and wanting to rock let's play a song called hopscotch yeah <laughs>
Pedro Show, last music for this edition. We start that chunk off clowns doing hopscotch. Serious people. Conan Neutron and the Secret Friends with Cry Bullies. Dominic Cramp after that with Live at Brutal Sound Effects Festival number 96. And finally, Clowns to Hip to the Jive, which is always good to be because there's a lot of that shit. And if you're hip to it, maybe it won't fucking sandbag your ass and drag you down. So, uh, yeah, a song like Hops. Let me ask you, when do the titles come? First, middle, last? Well, that Hopscotch, that song uh, uh, Sir Ronald McClown, uh, McDogface brought that one in, and we kind of tweaked it a little bit, and then I named it and put the lyrics to it. Okay. I, think I, came up with it. I, th- I think I remember doing it at the practice, actually, coming up with it. Yeah, we all kind of contributed to that song um, because I remember like, I came up with the chorus riff kind of on the spot. Like Mark had, or sorry, Evil Clan Evil had something in there. Zambo had his drum part in there, like pretty quickly. We all like kind of just came up with, with that one on the spot. So that was a good one. Yeah. Now, but but as far as the words, is the, that the by committee? Is, that's man alone, right? You Simon? Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. And so, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Like you're hearing a Ronald McClown riff, and you're thinking, "Fuck, I feel like hopscotching." Like you well, bu- bust out the fucking chalk and you start writing on the sidewalk or what? Yeah, no, I uh, I got um I keep it going. I got a book of lyric and, and ah, ideas. Okay. And when I have I got twenty songs in there currently uh, to go forward. And then when a hook, you know, when I hear it and it and it applies, you know, I um try to stick it in there when we're jamming. Okay, okay. So you do got like a trove a uh, little backlog. So because some cats yeah. like to write on demand, like, hey, we need words for this song. Come up with some, but you you got a little backlog, you got a little trove, right? You can reach for. Yeah, it. yeah, and the other clowns do too. You know, I'm not the only one. You know, Patches uh, writes lyrics, and and um, yeah. you know, so that that's how we we roll. We we have ideas, and then when um, these guys come up 
with with whatever it is, the Frankenstein style will will put in. You know, that might sound good there, or that might sound good there, and then it, yeah. you know, then we have a song. You know, but nobody yeah, like brings that. nobody brings in like a uh, a tape they made with a four track saying, "See, you got to play this, you got to play that." There, here's the negative. Tape. No, yeah. sir, yeah. that's not that's not welcome yeah. in how we do it. Okay, no, sir. okay. Some dudes, man, they're all about the demos. In fact, Joey Wanerker told me if you play with Pete Townsend, you actually replace the parts on the demo when you get on the song. Like the demo <laughs> is the fucking song. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll record sometimes before, but yeah. it gets changed anyway. Like I'll bring a recording, but yeah. I change it, you know? Okay, when's like the record? I'll send, uh, I'll send out kazoo parts uh, yeah. that I can record on my phone if I get a hook. Yeah. And I, I'll do it on kazoo, I'll record it on my phone, and then I'll send it to them. And then when practice comes, we, we'll start messing around with it, you know. Okay. And now, with the new record, when does it come out? It came out a couple months ago, sir. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm late. It's okay. A, yeah, it's, it's available digitally. We're going to... Yeah, where can, people find, where can people find on the internet? You got a URL that listeners can go to? It, it's on our website. It's currently on spotify uh your website like, what's the url yeah. for the website www.theclownsband.com okay people you go there and there's probably links to all your stuff like those corporate uh, websites and shit mm -hmm. like that uh and then you said you got enough for a next record but what's the plan on that you're gonna wait a little while i know when you get done with the record right away you're thinking of the next one right yeah, we've been uh, toying around with these songs. I think we have ten ready to record. We think of, I think we need to maybe create two more, and we have we have quite a few ideas bouncing around for for uh, those two. But right now, we got about ten that we can go in and, and and record. And if you went in right now, how would this record be different than your first one? I think it would be like you know part two because they were okay. all pretty much yeah yeah at right the same time. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. We're the same band. Right, right. Like DC yeah. says, we're the same band. Right, but man, don't you remember that fucking Bad Religion record where they sound like Ario Speedway? Some bands do change oh, yeah. on records. <laughs> I remember when Weathered Statues came out. Oh, remember that one? Oh, man, that was a trip. But love you know that. what? I love that record. Yeah, because Jack's got balls like church bells. And I think Greg is still playing with them, right? It's the same keyboard, yeah. man. Yeah. Jack just don't give a fuck, man. You know, remember that band he had? He had a couple bands that were kind of, you know, Big Hat Jovi and shit after that. I love that man. He's, he's a very brave cat. So, can I put the invite out? When the next clown album gets recorded, can you come back on the show, you guys, and we can play it and talk about it? Absolutely. Oh, bitch. Hell yeah. I would love to have you back on. I want to. And I want to hear the experiences. How is it to go back for round two? You know, so let me know. Yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you, sir. The one of the real reasons why this band happened is because uh, myself and Evil Clown Evil were down there. I think Long Beach somewhere, seeing a Hell Ride show, and you yelled at us to start our own band. <laughs> and that's really, you know, that's where it started, sir. And that's the truth. So, you know, thank you. You're very welcome. I yelled that out after every show. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You guys are beautiful. Start your own band. Start your own band. D. Boone thought one block, one band. He thought everybody should have bands. So I've always tried to continue that. It's a good idea. It's kind of a, a democracy music thing uh, or something. 
Anyway, I can't wait to have you back on the show. So safe seas. People, it's been July 31st, 2023. This wild Pedro show came you powder. Drink.